0: All right, here we go. This week on the Pour Over, Joe and Dill finish up their discussion on the second season of Master of None. Our throwback series is finally coming to a close. The Pour Over boys discuss Amarcia Unpo and Wananote. Hey,
1: pr- pretty good on the pronunciation. Oh, that, yeah, 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 yeah.
0: I, I always get those.
1: <laughs> hey friends, welcome to the Pour Over podcast, hosted by myself, Dill, and Joe. Each week we bring you our thoughts on a certain episode of a TV show, and most importantly, chit-chat about the very thing so many of us depend on each morning, coffee. Today we're picking it up with Master of None Season 2. This show follows the life of Dev, who seems to have broken it off with Rachel, and traveled to Italy at the end of Season 1. The second season holds an approval rating of 100% on Rotten Tomatoes, and builds on what made Season 1 so good, with new characters and surprising twists. But before we get into all that, let's catch up with the pour over boys. What's up, man?
0: Hey, nothing much, man. How you been? I've been I've been alright.
1: Um mm. I think last time we recorded you said you were sick. Um so yes. I've been sick this past week. Yep. So I don't know yeah. if you gave it I to me right through there Skype. You. Oh yeah, you you sick again?
0: I got a little more yeah, I got sick again. Round two. Uh
1: man. The sickening is happening.
0: The sickening. Oh.
1: <laughs> oh man. Yeah, uh, yeah. Because of that, though, I uh, I haven't had coffee in like a week at least.
0: You still haven't had coffee?
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's what? been like one week, I think. Because I think I remember last uh, a week ago from today trying to drink coffee. I think that's when I started getting sick. And then <clears throat> yeah. like it just the the acid in the coffee like burnt my throat so bad. Yeah. But then I was like, I, I still gotta drink is. it. So I, I did it anyways, but. No more. So yeah, I have. I probably could have had coffee today,
0: mm, but you yeah. know, just
1: trying to play it safe.
0: Yeah, I think out of all the ancient, um, you know, tonics, I don't think coffee was ever taken when someone was like sick, like with a sore throat. Mm-hmm. You know, like how they talk about like licorice root and mm. like you know, you know, uh, catnip. Yeah, yeah, know. yeah, yeah. You know all those herbs. You know, that help when you're sick. I don't think uh, the coffee bean is one of them.
1: Mm, definitely not. It feels real bad. <laughs> yeah, that's when I was like, oh, I'm sick. You know, I, I felt a little bit off before that, but then I tried yeah. to drink the coffee and I was like, no, sore throat. <laughs>
0: that's your litmus test. That's the litmus test right there. You know, it's like, when you know you have a really bad sore throat, where when you think you do, mm-hmm. drink a cup of coffee and just see how, how you feel afterwards. <sighs> oh. Felt terrible. <laughs> well, um, any coffee news from you? I mean, uh, have you have you been back on it since? I mean, have you? <laughs> I yeah, I don't know. Uh, we could just jump to me. <laughs> yeah. What about you, man? <laughs> uh, I have been sick. I've gotten a little bit better. It's like getting to the point where I could start like drinking coffee pretty confidently mm. again. Uh, someone's going to be listening to this and be like, man, these guys are weak. Yeah. Like, I mean, I, I drink coffee 365, 24 mm-hmm. uh, 7. Drinking but, that straight uh, acid.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: But um, actually, one of our good friends uh, gave me some coffee beans that uh, were roasted in Taiwan. Oh, uh, shoot. Yep. It's a place in Taiwan or Taipei called Ok Lao. It's mm. like. I guess it's kind of like Okela, okay, but like with an <laughs> O. <laughs> um, and this is a bean, uh, Costa Rica bean, uh, and they call it the San Ramon hummingbird. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a medium light roast. Is what okay. they say. Okay, okay, Wait, yeah. Put a pause real quick. Pause, pause, pause. Time out. Oh, Dilla is going back in in his apartment in his uh, in his house here grabbing some materials maybe not really sure now he's coming back he's got a little goodie he's got a little goodie with him now a little uh connection here
1: all right resuming resuming mm-hmm. oh
0: you got that Taiwanese coffee i got that yeah, okay yeah. lot too oh what the <laughs> 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 you gotta be kidding me oh yeah, yeah yeah we got it from the same person yeah yeah that's right <laughs> oh how do you Wait, know do you, yeah. you can't you can't assume that though oh i'm sorry I'm, yeah no nah, uh, but no i'm pretty sure we did though <laughs> uh okay la well um that's like the Alora of uh of hong kong right okay yeah. la okay la Allura. yeah my mine is from
1: guatemala though oh okay from the Hue Hue tenango you know
0: uh-huh Uh huh. yeah yeah yeah
1: so yeah it's uh wait, wait, mm. what do you think of this roaster
0: I think they 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 actually do a very very good um, kind of uh, roasting of uh, just keeping it light, mm-hmm. you know, just keeping it really light and true to the bean. Uh, this is in in great contrast to the bean I was drinking before this, which was like I shared with you, darkly roasted, almost mm. to the point of like oiliness. Like mm. the oils were all just kind of already coming out of the bean, and um, it was like a little bit burnt, to be honest. Mm. And switching gears to this one, it really made me appreciate that tea-like taste that um, mm. some coffees have. Yeah. Did, did you say, did, does it say light roast on yours? It says uh, medium
1: light roast. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mine says medium. Oh. Yeah. So it's okay. slightly different, but yeah, I, mean, I enjoyed it. I think the the thing that stood out to me for this one was like the, the mouthfeel was like silky smooth. Mm. so it was, it was interesting, but yeah. yeah yeah,
0: oh yeah, you did talk about that last time,
1: yeah, it might just be a uh wait, it's kind of
0: thing, but sure, yeah, I remember mine just being um you know kind of like tasting like blueberries mm. um and uh having just a very light uh tea like flavor like the the um aftertaste was really pleasant, just mm. very um Kind of like vegetal in a good way, like a, like a nice green tea. Mm. Uh, that the finish was just very very pleasant. So, definitely recommend, man.
1: Yeah, I, I've never had coffee roasted. I think in Asia, I, I'm yeah. I, I think this might mm. be the first time for me.
0: So. I'd be interested in how other um, countries do it because um, I think they like to roast their beans closer to that like tea profile. Mm. That makes sense. Second piece of coffee uh news is I picked up these uh Bodum Pavina uh glasses. Ooh, fancy. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Check it out, check it out. Okay. It's yeah. uh it's double walled. Oh yeah, I got that thermal, you know, retention. Mm-hmm. And they also have this thing on the bottom, which uh I don't know if you'll be able to see, but um it's got a little silicone uh hole in it. Okay. Which um, they say is is um is good for letting the steam out, so oh. it doesn't it fo- doesn't steam up in the inside. Oh, on the inside wall. Interesting. Yeah. Hmm. So I just ripped I just uh ripped open the box today, broke it out for the sleepy time tea, mm. and um, it's really good. It keeps the keeps the drink warm while also keeping your hands cool. Mm. So. That is always Definitely. a good thing. Yeah, you,
1: you gotta you gotta see if it keeps it too hot though.
0: Mmm. That's true. It's yeah,
1: because sometimes I feel like when I put it well, it's not like a thermos type of thing, but sometimes, yeah, it's like too hot and I just gotta wait forever.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the problem with the Zojerishis. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, you you ever use one of those like coffee, tea, mug, hot plate kind of things?
0: Uh ooh. I think I seen that a long time ago. I haven't seen one in a while, but yeah, um, do you I was, use those? I
1: was, uh, no, I, I I had thought about it. I was just scrolling, you know, on Amazon as you do, because it's like you know, Cyber Monday or whatever. Yep. And then one of those came up, and I was like, oh, interesting. I mean, it's basically mm. yeah, just like a hot plate, and you kind of just put your mug on there, keeps it warm or whatever. Yeah. But, yeah. I don't know. Cause sometimes it, it generally, if I'm at home, it takes me a while to drink my coffee. And by the time I'm done, it's like pretty cool. Um, and mm. I, I've just gotten used to it. It's like just part of it. It doesn't really bother me, but yeah. I know that's like a no no for some people. I wasn't mm. sure if that
0: was a better alternative
1: or not. So yeah.
0: Yeah. It, it might be. It might be. Um, I, I know that, you know, um, some people just drink their coffee really fast. True. Like, there's like a peak. There's like uh, not a peak. There's a there's like a um, yeah, there's a good temperature to drink it. And then they just like drink it all during that, that time period uh, versus I'm kind of like you. Like I just kind of like keep my mug around, like kind of do some things, take a sip, you know, do some more things, take another sip. Mm-hmm. And like it is usually cold by the time I try and finish it. Um, unless I'm at work, where I'm like usually just downing coffee. Mm. But um, yeah, yeah. I just wasn't sure how if if
1: it, if at all if it would like impact the flavor, the taste. You know, um, I think I was like reading reviews of the one I was looking at, and the first one was like, "This is so much better than microwaving your coffee."
0: And I was oh. like, uh, "Don't
1: don't microwave your coffee." Um,
0: <laughs> yo, that's another PSA. Don't microwave your coffee. Yeah, just makes it taste bad. It really does make sure your coffee tastes almost like flavorless. Mm -hmm. So,
1: yeah, it's just like, I don't know if it's like cooking it more, you know, it's just whatever's happening there. And I was just Mm -hmm. worried like this might have a similar effect, but I don't know. Yeah,
0: I've never tried it. Mm. So, yeah. Yep. Mm. All right. Well, you ready to get into this uh, last discussion of uh, Master None Season 2? Yeah, let's do it. All right. So, We're discussing uh, season two of Master of None. We've been on that, uh, which takes place in New York City. It follows the life of Dev, who traveled to Italy and broke it off with Rachel at the end of season one. Uh, In Italy, he meets Francesca, an equally charming and whimsical love interest. Um, Dev returns to New York and continues his career in showbiz and also his search for true love. And towards the end of this season, we're really finding that Dev's search for true love has ended with Francesca. Uh, And so he is really, you know, this whole season, he's his love interest and they're just, you know, uh, we're just kind of, we kind of get a peek into that, that love, that love life with uh, Devin Francesca, which really builds and uh, kind of like culminates into these last two episodes, uh, nine and 10. So we're going to first talk about episode nine and uh, episode nine kind of starts with Francesca's return to New York. Um, and really, it's like uh, a long, um, like a whole episode about like their dates mm-hmm. uh, they, that they go on. Um, you know, they go and visit this art museum outside called Storm King. Um, they went and had tapas together. I mean, like it's really all about Dev and Rachel. I uh, was th- oh, sorry. Whoa. Dev. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Dev and Francesca. I was already jumping ahead because <laughs> um, she does uh, make a little cameo yep. in, in this in the last few episodes. Uh, but it ends episode nine with uh, Francesca and Dev on the helicopter um, where Dev confesses his love for Francesca and she also confesses her love for him. Mm-hmm. So uh, episode nine, Dil, what did you think of it?
1: Yeah, <clears throat> when I was watching it, I, I I feel like this usually happens, but then I, I didn't see that it was like an hour long um Mm -hmm. i felt it's longer than usual so then i was just watching i was like man this is going on for a while like (laughs) where'd a build up coming you know and it just like kept going and then i checked i was like oh this is a really long episode yeah and and like you said i think i mean it's just the kind of development of their interactions while francesca is still in new york and all of that and uh as a whole for me this episode was just okay if i'm being Mm. honest um, yeah, yeah, it's please, just, please. I mean, yeah, it's just watching them go on dates, watching them hang out. I was just kind of like, all right, cool, you know. Um, yeah. Because at the same time, like, you know, Dev is obviously kind of um, conflicted about what to do. But then I feel like mm-hmm. he, he's only like halfway... Like they're still hanging out and this thing is hanging over them and that like uh ah, dev has feelings, Francesca might yeah. too, but then they just like don't really bring it up and during this like hour long like whole thing, I'm like, please, like do something. You know, I feel like Dev is hmm. kinda half heartedly in there, like he's they're hanging out, they're doing stuff, but then he's not coming in forward with like his feelings.
0: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I like I I like to compare this episode to episode uh, nine from season one Mm. uh, mornings with uh, Rachel and Dev Mm. when they like you really get to see their relationship develop in that episode. But I will say and agree with you that I that I did not quite like this episode as much as I think the Internet had received it. And I do like Rachel and Dev's episode in morning a little bit better Mm. if they were to be kind of a comparison.
1: Hmm, that that was good i I didn't really think back as much but that that makes sense episode nine of each season kind of this semi-mundane kind of thing and them just living life doing stuff but i think mornings was a little bit better because they had that commitment up front like she moved in you know rachel moved in yeah and now they're like this whole time just like what is this you know yeah i don't know if they want me to feel that kind of like frustration like but, the roller
0: coasterness of it.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. but I mean I think when you do watch this, you either personally or, or you just have to you brought back to that Dev and Rachel relationship regardless. I think they mm-hmm. had sort of this montage um scene know them at the museum or whatever, just like playing, hanging out, whatever. And like to me that brought me back to like Nashville, sort of. Ooh. You know, yeah. they had that nice little sequence where they're they're having fun, basically. And that yeah. kind of brought back those kind of memories too.
0: Hmm. Yeah. I mean this this episode was um, definitely you know again pulling at the heartstrings like and very emotionally confusing like a lot of teasing moments like they're strong in this episode major roller coaster vibes. So I think we mentioned before on our pod that like if you're in the midst of a breakup or if you had a really <laughs> if you're really rocky in a relationship like you don't want to be watching this show mm-hmm. i think this is another one of those episodes where like you just feel bad like it's kind of sad like it's mm-hmm. sweet and it's like romantic but just like sad like it's you know it's a uh, forbidden love you know um so like you feel sad you feel bad like you feel kind of like why are they doing this like it's just it's just a kind of a difficult episode in that way mm
1: mm-hmm. mhm yeah, and then he he brings Arnold into it too. You know, mm-hmm. I think that's when we get like because you know if it's just the 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 fake dates or the quote unquote dates, um, you, you wouldn't hundred percent know what Dev is feeling or thinking. But then like we get yeah. those scenes where he's basically just laying it out there with Arnie, and he's and he's really invested, right? and he's mm-hmm. kind of yeah like i said conflicted so i'm just like because of that though like he should do more which i mean he does eventually but i guess yeah. maybe there's got to be a build up i don't know
0: you you mean he she should be more upfront with his feelings yeah
1: yeah yeah otherwise i mean he's just going to let himself get hurt if not like you know yeah. i think that's the the most like simple outcome you know if mm-hmm. if he just lets it go on like that and then at the same time on francesca's side i was a little bit like I mean, it's got to be obvious to both of you. You're spending so much time together and all this. Yeah, They're they're both just letting it happen. Right. Right. So. Right. Dangerous.
0: Yeah. So, do you think Dev missed his chance if he, you know, should he have said something earlier?
1: Hmm. I think so. Like, even just for his own sake. mm -hmm. Like I was saying, because once he has spent so much time with her, like... He's he's infatuated. He's he likes her. There's emotions. There's feelings. All of that, and like it's just like amplified the longer he lets it go on. And mm-hmm. since it's kind of from his side, I think he. I mean, it's both of them, but for him, he should have probably pretty early, in my opinion, uh, brought it up.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, really, I mean, it makes me think of the things that Denise said, the things that. Um, uh jeff said and the things that arnold said i think arnold said it in episode 10 mm. just like reminding dev like um like you really think that would have been a good like mm-hmm. and not like a a poop show you know yeah. and then um but yeah um there,
1: there's a moment um I actually don't remember the exact scene. It's been a minute since i watched the episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, but basically, I think Francesca says something along the lines of, like, I, I don't know what I want anymore, you know,
0: kind of mm-hmm. thing. And oh, yeah, that was with uh, her and Pino when they're in the mm. uh, in the kitchen.
1: That's right. Good, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then they Got fight you. and whatever. Yeah. Well, I was like, man, Pino would jerk, though. Um, that aside, it <laughs> doesn't justify, but... For me, in that moment, I was like, man, Francesca's like the girl dev. Like, just kind of <laughs> the living, girl version. Yeah, just living life, like, not really knowing, like, kind of indecisive. Like, well, what should I do? I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I mean, a lot of people are like that. I mean, I'm like that too. But just yeah. really in that moment when they were like fighting, talking about like going back to Italy, all that stuff, I was like, man, this is just girl version of dev.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah, I think, I think in a way, Rachel would not have done that. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like she, she's more direct and she, I want to say she kind of knows what she wants. Like, mm-hmm. you know, with, with the way that she treated her career and at the end of the episode, uh, at the end of season one, where she just decided to say, hey, I'm going to go to Japan. Like, it's what I've always wanted to do. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, here we have Francesca who is like, you know, pining for Dev, but um, still in this state of limbo because of Pino. Mm -hmm. um yeah it's um it's it's like um it's like yeah i i i I, I guess i kind of know where she stands though i mean like if you really have feelings strong feelings for another person but you're in this engagement um yeah i don't know i actually can't bat for her yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah
1: i mean i get it like um Because when when they like sort of not really they like indirectly talk about it at like the party where Arnold's the DJ or whatever, Mm -hmm. Um, because they like talk about it in the indirect way, right? You know, and then uh, Francesca some says something like, "Oh, it's tricky situation, but for both people." And I'm just like, "Yeah, it's difficult," and that you know she has all that Pino backstory, you know stuff but then it's like i mean you gotta do something about it otherwise it will just yeah. stay that way you know right and it'll only get worse you know it can't get right. better
0: yeah yep 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 yeah i think we we don't really get to see scenes with francesca and pino like i think in this um in this series i mean I guess for good reason We only see Dev's world, Mm -hmm. and um, it it really kind of makes you feel like you're in his, like, little fantasy, but, um, yeah, you you don't really get to see things from other characters' perspective as much. Like, I did really appreciate the scenes where it was, like, just Francesca and Pino, Mm. and, like, to me, that I feel like it gave the show um, a little bit more self-awareness and a little bit more um, respect for the audience because we we want to see that too like we 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 don't want to just you know um i don't know see it from one perspective um so i did really like that and and i thought it was refreshing when we got to see arnold and we got mm-hmm. to see you know like we said through this this whole series that it's nice when you get to see the other characters come back mm-hmm. and you know breathe some life into um you know the the main line of the the series
1: yeah and just other side note, I I appreciated how they, um, this uh, the episode started with those nice like views of New York and all that kind of stuff. I feel like kind of had this like dreamy vibe or maybe this mm-hmm. older kind of film look. And then at the end of the episode, you like realize like, oh, those opening shots are from their helicopter ride.
0: Yeah,
1: and I was like, oh, you know, just from the uh, the cinematography kind of point of view, I'm like kind of bringing it all together. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I appreciated that.
0: Hmm. Yeah. I like that little touch too. That was nice.
1: Yeah. And then like how they ha- they actually finally talk about it at the end in the helicopter. Um. And I. And I think a classic. You know, because Master of None comedy, whatever. Like the the <laughs> pilot is like, Hey, uh, just so you know, I can hear everything you're saying. Because um, they've been fighting yeah. for like a little bit at that point, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I thought that was funny.
0: Yeah. Yeah, they never uh never ceases to amaze me, you know, all the little little um jokes that get thrown in there. Um yeah, I think we should move on to episode 10, yeah. um the finale, and this is uh Buena Notte. and this episode it, we kind of uh we kind of get to breathe a little bit. It takes a step back and kind of, you know, releases the tension gets back into dev's uh, professional life with uh, chef jeff. We find that chef jeff um is being accused of harassment mm-hmm. um on some of his staff uh towards some of his staff and toward uh, some guests. And we discover that on raven live which was um kind of funny, pretty hilarious uh <laughs> segment there. And then also we just continue the the um kind of now um you know out there uh thing with Dev and Francesca and and the two of them have to kind of contend with this this uh kind of uh, admittance of their love for each other and kind of what to do with that. So um episode 10, Dill, what did you think about this one?
1: Yeah, a lot happened in this episode. Um mm-hmm. I would say it was definitely more interesting than episode 9. Um not just because they include the chef Jeff stuff, but just in general I feel like yeah, th- there's a lot more going on and also yeah. they like to bring back a bunch of the characters like they just i guess that's what the the theme is at the end of the season or something cuz they bring mm-hmm. back uh what is it Benjamin?
0: Yeah, um, John Benjamin. Yeah,
1: yeah. uh Dev's uh former coworker. And at first I was like, I, I don't really know why they brought him back other than I guess that's the intro into like the Chef Jeff like allegations and stuff.
0: Yeah. Because
1: that's how Dev gets introduced. Like they're talking and he's like, oh, you were Chef Jeff. Oh, I heard some like bad things. Um, But yeah, and that, that was it. So I think that's really the only reason they brought him back. Yeah. But, it was really
0: yeah. weird how that was all included. Like even mm-hmm. just the harassment thing. It just seemed very different from what what was happening in the previous episode, mm-hmm. and like to include it this late in the finale um it just feels kind of strange
1: yeah yeah i I would agree it seems a little a little random, a little out of place, like all just all of this chef Jeff kind of stuff,
0: yeah, yeah, I mean, which um I, we don't have to go into the the allegations against aziz um mm-hmm but uh I looked at the timeline the timeline of that stuff, and i think I think that babe article was put out in January of two thousand eighteen and uh this episode aired kind of towards the middle to latter point of two thousand seventeen so it wasn't uh you know that long after that the article came out, and um honestly got me thinking a little bit like was there some kind of conspiracy here like did disease kind of like um Like plant this Mm. or, you know, just to kind of spice things up and, you know, I don't know. It didn't work in his benefit, obviously. But I guess it kind of did when he came out with his Netflix special. Like, Mm. I mean, I don't know. Um, But yeah, it's interesting how those two pieces like, you know, watching the episode with with the sexual harassment uh, article in mind, it was just like too real sometimes. Mm -hmm. (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah i would definitely agree It's just like oh man the parallels to real life a little too much um yeah but i i did um i did think the raven live segment was pretty funny yeah <laughs> it's, just, it's just a random thing another way to present the information i guess but also use a pretty well-known actress so um mm-hmm yeah Throwback. and then then how like dev just re- gets really like flustered and whatever cuz cuz he like knows <laughs> this is happening chef jeff, jeff uh-huh. does not at the time then he's just like really trying to distance himself he's like oh we're, we're not we're not best friends um <laughs> and, and then when when it all actually all comes out raven's like confronting him about it and he's like i 100% condone that
0: behavior and he's like oh wait no <laughs> yeah. no 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 so i forgot what condone means <laughs> Yeah, and uh, when when Raven was like going off on Jeff like he was like kind of whispering to himself get him get him Raven hmm <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah,
1: yeah I, I just thought it was interesting how they ended that little segment like everything was so serious like she was so aggressive and then she just like switches and is like yeah and then next we we got this <laughs> thing coming up next um, so yeah. was like really lighthearted, and I don't know if that's another kind of Showbiz, it's a showbiz yeah. thing, right? Yeah, it's like, are we doing this for because it's gonna get the views and stuff? Uh, so that's a whole like this whole other spin on it too. Yeah, yeah. The the thing I thought was interesting when it comes back to Dev and Francesca though, because mm-hmm. um, they're they're talking. I guess it was another excuse for them to meet up and just talk about the show, talk about Chef Jeff. I, I don't know. Um, they're like talking in Dev's apartment or whatever. Um, and Dev says that. It, He's he doesn't care about the show because mm. he wants to talk about him and Francesca, and that for me was a was a pretty big moment in my opinion for Dev to be like, oh yeah, I don't care about this like pretty important like thing in my career, this thing. Yeah. But that shows like he knows what he wants, kind of in that mm. in that moment. And I was like, oh okay, I see you, Dev, yeah, a little it's bit finally coming around. Yeah, yeah, a little bit more than the the whole series up to this point, basically.
0: Right, right. But,
1: um yeah, so I, I just took note of that, and I thought that that was important.
0: That's really interesting. Like he's kind of finally come to his senses about like mm-hmm. knowing what he wants. Uh, unfortunately, what he wants is like what he can't have. Hmm. Um. Yeah. But but yeah, and yeah, I I think Francesca and Dev were meeting, kind of like going back to what you said when you started um talking about their conversation they kind of look like two people who are holding a secret mm. like they they're talking about this showbiz stuff um and they're just meeting with each other because i think they feel like there's no one else there's no one else to go to because mm. they kind of have this secret love for each other and it's like now that it's out there like they're too ashamed to face other people and like um you know obviously you know they're trying to figure oops figure things out before she goes back um but i felt for dev a lot like i i, I really felt for him when he was sharing about how like um you know she can ultimately go back to pino mm-hmm. and um like he felt used and, and all that uh you know not, i don't know if that's really what francesca was doing because i think she was just following her heart too mm-hmm. yeah um she generally had a good time with him, but um, he does have a point that like he's kind of left high and dry at the end of it. Like he f- he felt like he really found someone, and um, you know he thought he could maybe shoot a shot and it could work out. But um, you know still she she's uh, she's got to go back with Pino. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I mean it's. <laughs> Like, like Francesca said, in episode nine is a tricky situation, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, it's because Dev knew this going in. Not not that you can yeah. control your feelings. Like it's complicated. Um, yeah. And it, I was like, yeah, no, no one's. Um, everyone's at fault on some level in some way. Yeah. And yeah, not and that's like I feel like that's not even the right conversation to be having. To be like, ah, who who is to blame? 'Cause it's everybody, mm. you know. Um, everyone took a part. It said maybe Pino. no nah, P- Pino has, has his own <laughs> faults not shown in the show. But yeah. um yeah. So it's 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 tough. Like I, I do feel for Dev. Yeah. At the same time, I mean it's like what Arnold said too, is like did did he really think it was gonna work out, you know? Mm-hmm. It's like what would you think was gonna happen? And, yeah, yeah. So is is now now Arnold is a new sage.
0: Yeah, but Arnold was the one who was egging him on about the huggies <laughs> and the kissies, man.
1: That's true. What was it? The the BBB? Uh busy, beautiful, like badass or something. <laughs> yeah.
0: You're triple B, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't I don't want no huggies. Yeah. Kissies only. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> Get true. Get that the huggy away from me. <laughs> yeah. Ar- Arnold is just yeah. like
1: everybody. It's like Denise's wisdom, but then Dev's Devness, um <laughs> all, all in one person
0: yeah yeah um yeah and like I said man just sad <laughs> I don't know like the ending of this is not not very happy mm. even like the um the little quick bit after um Francesca and Pino start to leave for the airport or what yeah. have you and the little kind of flash forward or maybe flashback we don't really know um you know you kind of just think that's um like them waking up to the reality of things if they were to be together Mm. like and kind of like the words of arnold come true uh because the look on their eyes you know their faces when they looked at each other was kind of like what do we what do we get ourselves into Mm mm-hmm
1: mm-hmm yeah that like cliffhanger ending right there that's I think that's one of my favorite moments i think in in the series because mm. like they up to this point they Francesca and dev have been saying so many things they've been like arguing fighting, talking, there's just been like a lot, and then in that last scene, there's no music, there were no words yeah. like they just had looks, and we just see their expressions, mm-hmm.
0: and that's it and just.
1: And they dropped, the, they dropped mic. the mic. Yeah, you know, yeah, that's it. And I, I just feel like they communi- communicated so much more in those few seconds than even, like, yeah. the whole episode or just them talking and all that stuff. And right, yeah, I, right. I, I, was, I was surprised. I was just like, oh, man. But then when, when you're saying, like, oh, is this flash forward, flash back?" I'm like, ooh, do we think this actually happened then? I don't know. Mm. Yeah.
0: I, I don't think it did. I think it was ooh. kind of this... Um, like this reflection on what things could have been mm. and i think dev is just still you know in his apartment by himself Dang. And, you know francesca left with pino ooh, nothing changes no i mean it wouldn't it would be strange of the show to you know flip their characters like that like you know you like you said Francesca's like a female version of dev they're both True. just very indecisive and um you know when you finally are ready to make a decision the train has left like mm. you know it's a little too late, Dev, for you to really be, um, you know, putting yourself out there like that. I don't know, but we'll we'll see. Yeah, uh, season three, I think that that will, you know, that will really show kind of what happened between then and now. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, uh, yeah, that that's the show, man. Yeah. Uh, any other thoughts?
1: Man, as as I was watching this, I just kind of thought it was like, man, we, we've been through so many things with Dev just like in his life up mm-hmm. from this point. Like we we had the sickening and all that stuff in the beginning and yeah, he went through all that stuff in Italy and now too. Yeah, he's kind of still the same person. <laughs> like yeah like we, we've talked about that a couple of times right even as a child and the way he's presented he's mm-hmm. just the same not to say that's a bad yeah. thing but uh yeah it's just interesting that we've at this point two seasons in a show a lot of years mm-hmm. in dev's life and we have just kind of experienced that with him um seeing him go through it um so yeah i feel like i i want him to win i want him to, like to end up with, with a happy story but i just don't think that's the he's way he's got to he, change yeah yeah there's not the way the story works not the way how he works in some ways um and just how mm-hmm. the world works maybe
0: yeah so in, in retrospect man what 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 are your thoughts on this series like is it is it still hype or is it is it kind of disappointing hmm I think it's pretty hype, I will still
1: say. yeah, Uh, They're they're, they're very good episodes. And then at the same time, on the second watch through, I I think I'm picking up more on those like commentary on just what it's like to be a person, a young person living in the times right now. Yeah. Just how how you try to figure yourself out. And there's just a lot of things that are relatable. So yeah, as a whole with the series, I think it's still good. Still, still recommend. I think it holds up for the most part and yeah i I enjoyed watching it again i don't mm. know what what were your thoughts
0: yeah i um I do like the storyline of the first season better um the second one was was good, but I think what really shines in um Master of None are those little pocket episodes mm-hmm. like thanksgiving parents um religion like those i think and New York I love you mm-hmm. like those I think really um I think really showcase what Aziz and Alan um, Yang can do and um, really kind of set the show apart from like other, um, you know, series that have been released in the last decade. Um, so, yeah, I think, you know, closing out 2019 this year, I definitely think uh, Master of None is like one of the top uh, new series within, mm-hmm. you know, in the in the 2010s. Mm. So, um, yeah, we have the best episode so far as being Thanksgiving for the both of us. Uh, does nine and 10 change any of that? Hmm. I'm
1: going to say no. I think mm. I'm still going to give it I'm to Thanksgiving. To agree with you, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like I, I think they serve different purposes. In some ways, mm-hmm. you know, like nine and ten, like we're, we're getting the Francesca Deb storyline, all that stuff. Um, one could argue, you know, maybe they could have done something with that to to make it better than Thanksgiving yeah. or something. But um, I feel like it is what it is for like a reason, you know. And then Thanksgiving can be the standalone kind of episode with its own little message and. And, and stuff. So, yeah, I, I think Thanksgiving, just for what they were able to do in one episode's time and the things they're yeah. able to talk o- talk about, touch on. Yeah, Thanksgiving for me, for sure.
0: Agreed. All the above. hmm hmm
1: <laughs> Yeah, man. Wow. Master of none. That's it. Master of none,
0: and we're done.
1: Yeah. Cool. Well, you know, we're, we're going to end the episode like we do every single week by asking each other what's making us happy. So, Joe, what's making you happy?
0: Yeah. Um, I think, uh, you know, during Thanksgiving, I was able to um, – I wasn't able to go home for Thanksgiving, but I was able to spend um, time with my um, significant other's uh, family mm-hmm. for Thanksgiving, and uh, that was really nice. Um, I, I won't go into that, but I will say, like, it was nice to see some some friends again. Like, uh, I was able to go see some friends in Columbus – uh, after Thanksgiving, it was good mm. to kind of reconnect with some, some college friends and, um, you know, they have a baby now, so it mm-hmm. was, it was really nice to, yeah, it's like, you know, we're all grown up, you know, like we're, you know, getting older and, you know, you know, things are changing and, um, and, and, and they're good changes. So mm. it's cool to kind of, um, you know, uh, kind of see your friends grow for sure. Nice. Yeah. What about you, man? hmm what about me
1: Inter- interestingly enough you know we were talking about getting sick and all that stuff at the beginning of this episode mm. and think well I, I didn't like being sick not a good experience <laughs> would not recommend basically <laughs> but at the same time I think it helped me like uh, take a break in some ways just from life mm. like forcefully you know not by choice but at the same time like I, I had to take a couple of days off just because I couldn't do anything right yeah. I think for me, it's just like a reminder, like, ah, you know, we all just human. We can't be out here doing a lot of things all the time. You got to take a break, got to take care of ourselves, and that's yeah. important. So, and yeah, the the forced break, I guess, this week where I had a few days where I just watched TV and sat there and didn't do anything yeah. else. Um, yeah, so I think I, I do, yeah, I did appreciate that in, in his own way, you know. Yeah. So maybe next time I'll try to do it, not because I'm sick
0: but yeah <laughs> gotta always take care of yourself Dale. true that cool cool well it was good talking Ooh. to you
1: we'll see what yes, we sir. choose next what we talk about next time uh, Westworld come soon yeah that's right please. please yeah 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 so yeah listeners you'll have to tune in see what we're talking about and it over on next time mm-hmm this was the Pour Over Podcast. Follow us on Instagram at Pourover underscore show to stay up to date with the Pour Over Gang. Our artwork is by Daniel Liu. Find him on Instagram at Here Comes Daniel. Music is by Joshua Yin. You can listen to his other tracks on SoundCloud.com slash kidmajestic. One word. Thanks for joining us. Take care. Peace. Coo.
0: Woo.